0: I know how life is, sometimes the foreign emotions, well, when passions run high and your self-worth skyrockets up to the sky, ride those foreign emotions of contentment and feel it deep down inside of your soul. And when that love bears its essence, relinquish all of your control do not question what the future brings even the meaning of wedding rings just go with the flow love from your heart mixed with your soul there's no right or wrong no big or little we'll be face to face laughing in the middle Feel these foreign emotions. Do not let them belittle your sense of time, space, and distance. Enjoy the way that life brings its rhyme and its rhythm. Feel the heartbeat of the words that people speak. But remember, it, it all comes down to interpretation of your foreign emotion. hey hey hey, you guys so I'm gonna put out this excerpt here I once spoke with this man and I talked to him about a section that I have and it's called when trauma becomes treatment and I told him that it was based it was a dissertation that I wrote that was based upon what my business is about the adjunctive advocacy now I created this business this business is not a game but I created this In order to help people this is not something that I um, get money back from in that capacity this is something that I get back something in my soul way more than anything else there's reciprocity on many different levels I suppose Um, economical is great but um, sometimes spiritual is awesome alignment as well that being said that's neither here nor there this is what I wanted to talk to you about I'm going to publish this as soon as I state this. So I want to just get this out there. But I want to talk to you about the stages of life. I want to talk to you about how people treat each other. But also about the way that people prescribe treatment for others. And how people don't understand the naturalistic... Emotions, the naturalistic environment that we live in inside of, the ability to feel comfortable within our skin, without the essence of you understanding the the intricacies, the intricacies of our intimacy. I don't have to delve into the delicacies of other people's impressions of one another. I'm not here to judge people, but I am here to tell people a couple things. So what I wanted to talk to you about are the stages of death, but as well as the stages of life. A lot of people have been focusing on the stages of life. These are great. But the reason why I want you to focus on the stages of death is because it's a gray area and the reason why i'm talking about this gray area is because it's the way that people live within their lifestyles the anxiety it might be the association the affiliation that they have with others the sense of acceptance now i don't want to jump too far from where i'm trying to go with this so i'm just going to jump back to dabda And Dabda is very simple for me, but, um, well, I'll just put it to you like this. In our lives, we have a lot of different ways that we deal with things. And I feel like people have to understand when they're dealing with people that you might be dealing with someone that is in an active stage in their life that is either in denial, anger, bargaining depression acceptance or in a sense of neutrality meaning in a state of stagnation i'm going to go over these one more time for you you are dealing with a lot of people that are dealing in stages of life or stages of death okay because a lot of people talk about life now so i'm gonna talk about death that, are, that you are walking across and in the process of speaking to someone at this point in time that is in one of these states that is in a state of denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. If you can deal with people on in the capacity that you understand, all right, that these people are in this state of mind, then you can understand why they might have the proclivity to do things prophylactically. I have a question for you. If you are dying, technically, and this is this is from the books, you guys, if you are dying from the moment that you are born, that means the moment that you're brought into this world, you're considered to be a dying organism okay you're aging you are progressing okay that is a, it is just the state of what you are it's a state of being it's a state of progression it is what it is does this not mean that you would officially wallow in one of these stages throughout your life this is not theoretical this is a fact that we will always be in a state of grief we will always be in a state of love we will always be in a state of transition we will always be in a state of and these are things that people need to understand when you're speaking to people when you're dealing with people on a day to day basis you really have to understand the intricate depictions the intricate depictions the ID intricate what's on the inside what's really deep what depiction okay what are you showing me okay well this is who you are okay I got who you are well this is who I am but quite frankly a lot of people are so busy telling people who they are that they're not listening it's a great conversation It's great to build bridges, but when you have a lot of chiefs and not enough Indians, you have a catastrophe waiting to happen. It's a poor depiction considering that we have Indian in my blood, but um, I'll I'll come up with another one one day. That being said, and and I really do, that's no BS. I'm not one of those people running around saying it, okay? It just is what it is. I care about the people that are within our community, but I hope people understand that there are people out here that cannot believe that this is their life. Like, they can't possibly be from this world. Like, oh, my God, you know, they're 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 enraged that they feel like they deserve so much more. Oh, mo. mo, mo. There are people out here that are bargaining. You know, I swear to God, if you just let me do this. Oh, just please one more time. Oh my God, please, 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 please. And then when God doesn't do it, they slight God. They say, F you God, or I can't stand you God. Or, I don't believe in him. Okay, well, let me tell you something. If you don't put some faith into you, he don't believe in you neither. Sometimes some of our things have to be motivated from within, so to speak. A motivational impression. Something that's me. You have people out here where they're lingering in a state of depression where they say, everyone keeps on um, moving like nothing happened. Like everyone's picking on me. Then you have people out here that are accepting that this is what it is. I want you guys to understand that these are emotions and that these are emotions are a big part of what I speak to or what I deal with on a daily basis. That I deal with people that do do not even realize that they are regulated and that they are confined to this realm of reality. I deal with people that do not understand the concept of why people act the way that they act life is beyond yonder life is beyond progress if you spend a lot of money trying to deal with mental health you might establish mental wealth now let me tell you what mental wealth is Mental wealth is when You're making the psychologist And the psychiatrist rich You're not solving a problem You're just dumbing down A whole entire generation With a bunch of narcotics and shit Don't mean to cuss And I don't mean to take away from You know I Please excuse the sugar honey iced tea That I just threw in there from me However um, It just slid right on in there Just like woo, I'm a home run Anywho like I was saying, um, I digress to progress sometimes, so forgive me. Um, this is neither here nor there. Um, but to this last frame that I'm going to say right now, and, th- and I won't say too much more of this, this is just my final argument on, on this. How, if you are a psychologist, or psychiatrist <clears throat> and I'm not the smartest person in this world I've never proclaimed to be I only speak with a little bit of humanitarianism a lot of humanity um, a lot of humanity has not thought of the true foe or the freedom of expression or the the true um, the true limitations upon oneself when they do delve into what's going on in their lives so this is why i'm going to say it to you like this how do you give people treatment how do you give them prescriptions to deal with a naturalistic emotion of growth that aligns you with time and elevation You just negated everything that that person just did. You, you just took away the very essence of them feeling the pain in order to grieve and in order to get beyond. It is not for a doctor to tell you when you've grieved too long and that you need to take medication. It's not for a doctor to tell you that you need anxiety meds because someone messed you up. The diversity of demeanor, the multicultural beliefs that we hold on a daily basis matter. But what really matters is that if you really want to solve something in this world, if you really want to look out here to all these boys and these girls, and you really want to matter one day, you forget all the chitter chatter and the I love yous and the you're great kiddos and your awesome sauces and everything else, kudos, because all these are great words. But if you really, and I mean, if you really want to connect with somebody on a level that you've never connected with them on ever in your life, if you want to build a bridge that you felt like was burned so long ago, if you want to, if you really, and I mean, really, Want to feel somebody to the essence of their, of their core. If you want to align with them longevity-wise for the rest of their life. You know, the bull that I've been hearing out of people's mouths is trifling. Because a lot of people don't understand. They're like, "Oh, something bad happened. I'll go get him some mental health treatment. Oh, this happened. I'll get da Every time something bad happens, you can't pop a pill. That's called pap. Okay, y'all don't know. This is called PEP. I'm upset. PEP. Oh, I'm mad. PEP. I don't like this, Pat. You can't check out of life. It is what it is. You can't pop a pill all the time. And I don't care what kind of pill it is. I'm not talking about a pharmaceutical. It's not just a a pill. It might be an injection. It might be alcoholism. It might be smoking. It might be anything. You're not going to be able to self-deflect from emotions for the rest of your life. And what you are asking society to do right now on the realm of reality is to self deflect from their emotions. And because you're asking them to self deflect from their emotions, because you're not asking them to become integrated within that, that deflection process. So a self integrated deflection process. Okay. So to speak. okay. whatever you decide to do with people however you decide to make this work it's all about the person growing right it's all about us all growing baby steps work right see i hear a lot of bs but i don't necessarily hear baby steps There's a lot of BS out here. Now, I need you guys to understand. There are a lot of things out here. And I need you guys, when I say BS, to understand when I'm telling you that it's BS or it's a baby step, okay? Because I I, I use my acronyms. I have no problem because I like to micromanage a lot of information in my mind. So please allow me to digress the progress one more time, okay? I can't believe this. I am all alone. That is acceptance. Think about that. That is the moment when your children hit rock bottom. That is when every adult in this world hits rock bottom. It is when they realize that they are all by themselves that they have no supportive measures they have no support system they have no one out there that's holding their hand they have no one that's there and then I ask yourself I ask yourself I ask myself but I'm asking you to ask yourself so I guess we're going to twist that up but I ask you to ask yourself when you're sitting in those moments like that What do you have to prepare yourself for when you realize that you're all alone? What did your parents give to you? What can you give to your children? What can you give to your children that will allow them the ability to share their passions? To share their delights and their their diligence within this world. What can you give them that's beyond your religion? What kind of peace can you give them that's inside of their souls? Peace comes from having a sense of... Stability. Peace comes from having a sense of guidance. It comes from knowing that people have each other's backs. So, as I delve into the abyss of my mental journey um I just wrote this dissertation up and it is talking about when trauma is treatment it talks about that particular dissertation that I read that was in a medical um, journal and um, the accreditations are listed on the actual dissertation that I've written up I would like people to understand that I plan to divulge as well as devote my life as well as the incre- intricacies and the incremental progression within it. And the reason why I am doing this is because I need you to understand that this is merely just the beginning. I need you to understand that for one teeny piece of my life, I can give you a lot more wisdom, perhaps from an analytical analogy, than one might actually get from others. And I think that you could get the same from others. I just think that it really matters when people think about their naturalistic environment. I think that if you're going to try and establish mental wellness, that mental wellness should be not mental wealth for the pharmaceutical companies, that they should use alternative methods of pure curing, healing within the communities. That counseling is not necessarily always the best thing, and that thinking outside of the realm of reality sometimes is. I created this for my mother. I also created this program for the community, as well as my legacy. My name is Tamara J. Alivaro. I'd like you to listen to this excerpt Before I end this podcast, dear mommy, it's been too long, and some days with the hate that I find, I find that I have forgotten your face, that I forget sometimes the place in my heart, that place that I've always carried you in the darkness. So, mommy, I followed you towards the light and I could easily depict my wrongs from my rights however low I am you give me flight from within I am comfortable in the essence of my skin because I forever bask in the essence of you for it is the delicacy the delight the insight that I procure from your love, it takes me to another realm of reality where I am perfectly created, an impression of love, honor, and truth. And I trust in you, mom, like I trust in myself, and I lust for the trust in me from my legacy. For I lust for the peace in me like yesteryear. I find myself in the memories of you with a drop of a tear. The reason why I'm leaving this excerpt is because I want people to understand that there are people that are riding an emotional roller coaster right now. Be very careful about the way that you talk to people, be very careful about the way that you judge them. And by the way, don't judge me, judge yourselves. It's a lot easier. Anyway, just like lying. That being said, I don't wanna get too many things rattled off in my head, I just wanna let you guys know that this is not about me dictating. This is about me letting you know that life can be very frustrating. And I want people to understand that there are a lot of people that are walking through this land that are constantly in a state of grief. There are people that do not understand that I'm walking through life accepting that I've lost someone. There's someone else that's out there that that is depressed. There's someone else out there that's bargaining. Someone else out there that's angry. Someone else out there that's denial. And it's all happening at the same time. And sometimes all of us are in the same place at the same time. And sometimes the fluctuation of emotions, the fluctuation of energy, causes a clash. Sometimes it's overwhelming to the soul. And that is how soul control began with my business. And you just heard the introduction. So thank you so much for listening. I know it was very lengthy, but I hope you enjoyed it. You are officially listening to the Motherly Blessings Care Legacy Passion Projection Program. In the air! Where we are daring to be the difference. And this is Tamara J. Olivaro, I am signing out. And I just wanted you guys to know, this is what life is about. It's about a destination, not just a homecoming. This is about life and celebrating it, living every moment of it, but understanding while we're living moments that while we are assessing others, that sometimes we have to assess ourselves and modify our own behaviors accordingly. So when it comes to acting accordingly, I think I'm on point. I yield back. Hello. This excerpt is about a state of psychosis. Welcome. My name is Tamara J. Olivaro. I'm talking to you in a forum of expression. I would like to talk to you about how you get to a state of psychosis. A state of psychosis is a a um, state that is basically a criteria that is set by assessment. Correct. So, a state of psychosis. means what exactly? There are people that are in a state of psychosis, in a state of denial, in a state of anger, in a state of bargaining. Is that a state of psychosis or is it that a state of stagnation? Is it crazy to be crazy or are crazy people truly crazy? One time we had a discussion and we were discussing about a, my brother was telling me this crazy story, okay? But he was telling me about this crazy guy. And he said, when an element of harm, an element of violence came near him, he wasn't that crazy no more. He was smart enough to know the fight or flight instinct. So then I thought to myself, A person that can have that type of stimulation, that understands that you need to fight or flight, okay. if they had that type of thought process, would that be a state of psychosis or would that be a state of paranoia? See, there's a lot of terminologies I'm going to start throwing out at you right now. And the reason why is because I guess I'm playing devil's advocate in a sense. But in another way, I'm trying to let you know that you have to be very careful about the way that things grow. Okay? Because it's all about your perspective. It's about your eyewitness testimony, isn't it? It's about the things that you see, the things that you believe. Oh, well, let's get that straight. Because there's always been a fluctuation of emotions within environments like love and hate and lust and frustrate and mistrust and trusting. And honestly, the list could go on and on. A state of psychosis might be living while being black. A state of psychosis might be telling the truth, but the irony of the truth only depicts the lies of society. State of psychosis is basi- basically based upon the subjective rather than the objective. And since it is based upon the subjective in factual realm as opposed to in theoretically supposed to be being the otherwise objective. Since people put everything into what they feel, they push harder, they motivate harder, they unite, they collaborate. We live in a society right now where people can collaborate with hate. And we live in a society right now where people can collaborate with love. But then I said to myself, funniest thing is love is on one end of the spectrum, right? Hate is on the other and What's dead smack in the middle? Curiosity. Made me wonder, um... And so I thought to myself, so if you're in a state of psychosis, um, how many people would know that if they were in a manic or a depressive mode? And how many people within this lifestyle, quite frankly, um, could identify when they're really, truly depressed or whether they have an unresolved issue that they refuse to resolve? whether the reason why they're not resolving that issue is because it has a dual conflictive interest. It's kind of weird because there's some ingrained thoughts. And you know that it is, it's just ingrained. Okay, it's just an ingrained thought. It is what it is, all right? And um, then there are some thoughts that... We allow to be planted and to grow. So if the ingrained thought were the hate. Then the planted thought would have to be the love. Alright. I guess you have to understand what love is then. Right. Before you go trying to plant it. Because some people think that love is lust. And that in lust, they trust that they will find another victim. <laughs> so um, that being said, the state of psychosis can come from a person merely living their life and being assessed in a subjective rather than an objective view. I might subjectively think someone is crazy, but objectively cannot prove it. But when you write a report, your report is supposed to be based on your objective, not your subjective. And it is because of that basis That we have the systemic racism That we have systemic degradation That we have systemic downplaying Of the derelictions of duties That have happened time and time again It is because of the inability For people to think outside of the factual Realm of lies that they live in Okay I guess what I'm saying is if you're talking about a state of psychosis, if you want to call people crazy, if you want to tell people they need to get help, you would be telling probably about ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of the people in the world that they have some sort of psychosis. Because if I were to look at someone and someone were to look at the next person and they were to look at the next person and they were to look at the next person... They would always find a flaw, a deficiency. Well, I don't like it that she does. Oh, well, that's so annoying that she does. Oh, and that passive, and a lot of passive aggressive mannerisms. We call that Pam passive aggressive mannerisms. That's how people get around. Okay. Uh, a lot of passive aggressive mannerisms that happen, um, those are red flags. I don't want to get too far off of here, so thank you so much for listening. My podcast's over. You're supposed to be here.